Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, to the show that built the network, the oldest running show on Round Guy Network. Today we're talking Beat the Round Guy, a high school pick show with Scotty Melvin. Welcome to the show, Scotty. Good morning, Dave. I'm ready to cross that 50% threshold, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we hadn't had to a lot of information before we're making our picks before, but we're starting to get a little bit in there. We're talking week four. Uh, so, well, Scotty, this week you picked out the game. So uh, go ahead. Let's just get into it. I did. And before we get into the list, uh, did you know who you want for the round guy rivalry game of the week? There's some big ones happening. I didn't know if you'd picked it yet. Well, I got three games picked out. Uh Right. The Columbus uh, Lisbon game is the round guy game of the week, and you're going to be there. Doing yes, the I am. Guy, uh, um, All right. We have, uh, uh, we have the rivalry game of the week, and that's going to be Durant and uh, and Wilton. And then there's the oh. uh, then there's the game of the week, and that's going to be this uh, Iowa Valley Waco game. All right. Hey, well, before we get week. before we get started, let me let me read off some of our. Uh, some of our sponsors here. Helmut oh. Ford of Sigourney, Iowa. Uh, Washington Discount Tires. Beyond Beautiful Benches of Richland, Iowa. Smithburg Auto of Fairfield, Iowa. Elsie's Kitchen.net. Uh, John Bain's book, uh, Christie's Journey. The Beat Goes On. Jefferson County Real Estate. And uh, I think that's enough to get us started. So let's get into it. Okay, well, I'm going to start with one of those round guy games of the week right off the bat. Waco, 4-0, travels to Iowa Valley, who I believe is 2-1 or 3-1. That is a huge game with uh, major district implications. Who do you got? Well, uh, I'm going to go with Waco, but uh, I think it's a heck of a challenge for him. And uh, Iowa Valley is, uh, you know... It's a, it's a really, really, really good team, and they can really put points on the board. So I, 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 this ain't going to be no cakewalk, I'll tell you that. No, and I think the, the Waco kids are looking forward to this. They've had a few weeks of games that were a little bit lopsided where their opponent was overmatched. This one is not one of those, and I think uh, they're up to the challenge. I think Iowa Valley is going to uh, test their defense, uh, and the defense needs that. Um, but in the end, I think Waco's got too much for him. I'm picking Waco. I'm picking the Warriors on the road. Well, the, Waco has a has a really solid defense, offense. You know, uh, they have. But I, I imagine there are other teams in in the league that have an offense similarly as good. But I don't think there's another team that has a defense as good as Waco's. What do you? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with that. I, and I understand an eight man. You know, every coach will tell you, look, if you don't have talent you're going to struggle. It is just that simple. It, there's just too much one-on-one stuff and and uh, all that. But uh, Waco, you know, they really have a blueprint for how to play good defense. And a lot of eight-man teams have benefit from that blueprint. And uh, they're going to bring it in person to Marengo. Uh, let me mention Iowa Valley is three and one. They had a week zero game as well. So this is, this is a huge game and uh, early in the season. And it could really set the tone for either one of these teams going forward. So it's week week five for both of these teams. Yeah, technically. Uh, yeah. Game number five. So the season's it's going fast. Um, and I'd also like to point out Iowa Valley's Evan Carney, uh, the quarterback we've talked about a ton. This kid's accounted for 
between his throwing and running. 30 touchdowns now. Uh, 17 through the air, 13 on the ground. He's doing it all. Waco's got to contain him. Yeah, it, it, it look, it's going to be a battle royale, and it's going to be worth every penny you pay to see it. And uh, you can watch this. I'm sure it'll be on Warriors cast, so there'll be a, a good opportunity to watch it if you don't get up to Mango. Well, I'll have it on. <laughs> I'll have it on my phone uh, while I'm at the game live at Columbus. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a bit of a distraction, but I'm, my eyes will be on the field there at Columbus, of course. Oh, sure. Well, what's the next well, one? I'm going to go with uh, Winfield Mount Union traveling to HLV. And I know HLV is 0-3 coming into this game, but I've seen them in person. They've got some potential. They've got some size. Uh, Winfield Mount Union, of course, now 2-2 two and two after a couple of losses. One surprising, one not so much um, because it was a pretty even match there last week versus New London. Um, who do you got, Wolves or the Warriors? Well, I'm going to go with the Wolves. They're, they're, they're primed to get back in the winnings, uh, winning ways, and I'm sure they're uh... – they're not overlooking this team. They're, they're, they're wanting to win again, so I'm sure that they're going to win. I'm also going Wolves uh, on the road here. They, they're they definitely hungry to get another win going and get, get back on track. That game last week could have gone either way. HLV doesn't have the uh, level of talent uh, that New London does on offense. I think that will help WMU's uh, defense get on track, and their offense is, it doesn't need any help. They're, they're clicking. They looked great. They were fantastic a week ago. I'm going Wolves on the road. Okay. So that brings us to, uh, you know, the uh, the next big round guy game of the week. Lisbon, the Lions, surprisingly one and two, traveling to Columbus to face our undefeated Wildcats, who sit at 3-0. and oh. Lisbon, um, that one and two record a bit deceiving. They're a good team. They've had a brutal schedule coming into this game. So I, I see this. Didn't the they play Williamsburg or something like that? What's that? Didn't Lisbon play Williamsburg or some really – Really great team. I'd have to go back and look. It wasn't Williamsburg. They didn't play up that high, but they – I can't remember who they played. I think they – last week they lost to Alburnett, who we know is a really great Class A team um, so far this season, and it was 14-0. So it was a close game. Um, so Lisbon's going to be bringing a, a, a good team over to Columbus, and Columbus better be on their game. I think they will be. Who do you got? The home team. I'm right there with you, buddy. I think Columbus keeps it rolling. I think they're focused. Um, I'm going Wildcats at home. Yeah, all they beat is Northwood. They lost to Albernet, and they lost to West Branch. That's no – but West Branch put it on them, 60-20. to 20. Look, I'm not going out on a limb here. Uh, Columbus is on fire. Uh, you got the Amagon kid there rolling things up, and he's got a lot of help. They got a great defense. They got a great coach. They got a – They've got as much momentum as any football team in the community is in the country as far as the community is going. You know what I mean? That community is one hundred percent behind them. Uh, I, I I think they win this game and they get into the top ten. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's time. I think their time's coming and it's now. <laughs> so I'm going with Columbus. Uh, I was on that linebacker kick this week. Let me throw. Columbus quarterback linebacker Jeff Hoback into that conversation. I've seen him on film putting some licks on some kids. Um, watch out for him, too. Columbus ain't a one-trick pony. They do have a good defense, and I'm going to take him at home. Okay. Next up, here, here's a good one, a very interesting game. Our 2-1 and one Pekin Panthers are traveling to 1-2 and two Wapolo. This should be a really great game. Yeah, that's going to be a this – a, a, this is a good matchup for Pekin. You know what I mean? This is – 
not the Albernet, you know, but then also it's not the not the bottom of the barrel either. It's kind of a this is a big matchup. If heck if uh if Pegan wins this, you know, they're they're putting themselves in position to go to the playoffs, wouldn't they be? Yeah, this is a huge district game. Uh, another one, and I see several on the list where if you lose, you're not necessarily out of the running, but you're you're on an uphill climb. Yeah, you're so, in a hole. Well, uh, Wapolo yeah. would win this game and then be back to 500, and their schedule would be right back on track. Uh, who, who is this great running back, though, that Wapolo has? Because he, he seems to have had a pretty great season. That's Jake Gustafson, and he put up a lot of stats last year. He's won uh, major – holdover from that team that had a really great season last year and, and they're gonna if he's healthy and it sounds like he is they'll lean on him a bunch he'll get his i think um who do you think's gonna win though well i'm, I'm having a hard time deciding on this one you know they sued on this one <laughs> if the game was at peaking uh, i probably would wouldn't have as much trouble picking uh but i'll tell you what let me ask you this peaking's defense has displayed some pretty good play this year uh do you think Pekin's defense is up to this challenge? I do. I think, uh, you know, Al Burnett must be really loaded, so I'm kind of throwing that one out a bit of their schedule so far. Besides that, they've been stellar, whereas Wapolo has been kind of the opposite. They'll give up points, but they'll score a lot of points too, so that makes this one a really tough one to call. Well, it's just, just you know, I mean, it's, it's odd to say, but it's, you know, I mean, it's obvious that whoever scores the most points is going to win, but uh, – um, I'm going to go out of line and say Pekin. What do you think? I'm right there with you. I, I circled Pekin. Um, it was a tough one. It's a toss-up. Neither result was a uh, surprise to me Friday. I'm going with the Panthers just because I think they've got their offense clicking and they play really good defense. So I'm going to give them a slight edge, even though they're on the road. I'm actually giving Pekin credit for keeping Albernet to 42. I mean, that could have been 60, you know. Uh but yeah, you know what? They came out. They played great. They they showed me this year that they can put points on the board, and their their defense is uh, has given up almost nothing except for Albernet. So I mean, they give nothing to Cardinal, and I, I think they give up. Uh, I think the the point the the touchdown they gave up was on special teams. So uh, well, let's 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 hope for it. Pekin right. uh, and uh, Pekin's you know where my grandson goes to school, so a little, little a fondness for that school. Yeah, I, I let my heart decide a little bit also. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we got a, a very interesting one. A couple teams looking to get on track. Uh, Central Decatur at 1-2. and two. They're traveling to Cardinal, who we know is 0-3 so far, but showing improvement every week. Who do you got? Well, uh, I have to say I thought Cardinal played very well against Davis County. Uh, uh, I think they're a team like – I'll just throw Sigourney out there as a team that has – had to replace them, you know, their quarterback and their running back and their wide receiver and their linebackers and their cornerback. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, you know, when you're wholesale changes on the offensive and defensive line and, and, uh, you know, you're missing all these really great players. It, it took everybody a couple games to, you know, to kind of gel again, I guess would be the word that I'm looking for. But, uh, um, like, look at Sigourney, you know. Now, there's, there's no nothing wrong with that Dijon kid at Durant or DeLong kid put, running all over you, you know, because he's running all over everybody. But, you know, what I mean, they, they, they had the, the kind of struggle first game and then a lot better second game, and then they all put it together in the third game. Uh, uh, screw it. I'll, I'll go with Cardinal for one time. 
I like the pick. Um, and now I can't remember who, who central Decatur had played, but when I saw the, the, the level of opponents that they've had to this point in the season, it kind of swayed me their way. So I'm picking central Decatur to, to win on the road, but I would love for Cardinal to get that first win. Well, it's probably a smart pick, uh, but I'm just, just, uh, well, that last year's Cardinal team was so good. Uh, I, know. I, and, I think and, they're. I think they're, they're. They're taking a step in the right direction. Although their offense uh, uh, just isn't putting any points on the board, but they're home, right? They are at home. Okay, that gives them something. Uh, next up, Van Buren at two and one, traveling to Pella Christian, who's undefeated and highly state ranked. Who do you got? Oh my one? God, I was just about to say Van Buren after the <laughs> seventy-something win say- that they got. They are. Uh, Really on my radar. Oh, they, they they played nothing but great games, but uh, that's a tough task going to Pella Christian. I, I'm going to have to go with Pella Christian at home. Yeah, I still think Van Buren's got uh, – they're on the right track to get it, lock up a playoff spot, at least in the lower part of the uh, playoff-eligible teams in their district. I don't think this is going to be one of those games they can get. I just hope they, they go up there, play hard, do well, uh, you know, make a good showing for themselves, stay injury-free, and move on to the next game. But I think Pella Christian will win at home. This might be the best Van Buren County team ever. There's one several years ago. They got a young man that plays uh, – I don't remember which organization he plays in, but he's a pro baseball player. And, man, that was a good one. But this one I think is going to be right up there. Well, you know, it, it, if it ain't the best, it's one of the best that they've ever had that I can ever remember. For sure, yeah. So, All right, next up – Sigourney Kyoto Cobra is sitting at one and two, a deceiving one and two. Travel to that Pleasantville team that uh, Coach Jensen talked about, that the two and one has some size and some talent. Who do you got there? Tell me a little bit about the Pleasant Hill team and what, what kind of obstacles are they going to present uh, this uh, team that's on a roll? I only know what I heard Coach Jensen talking to you about. Um, and if you remember, he said they've got some size on the line, and I think they bring back quite a few players from last year, which wasn't, you know, a great season, but they were competitive. So we're seeing a lot of that this year. Teams that were competitive that bring back a lot of their team have gone from competitive to being very good. And I don't know if Pleasantville falls in that category or not. I didn't look over their schedule uh, as far as who they've played so far, but they are sitting at two and one three weeks in here. Um it won't be uh, the easy game that it was last year, probably for Sigourney Kyoto. That that much I feel comfortable saying. Where's the game at? It is at Pleasantville. Well, that's gonna make it tougher. Uh, yeah. The way I've seen uh, I've seen Sigourney play the last couple of weeks, I'm gonna have to go with Sigourney. They, they seem to have it all. They they seem to have all. They seem to be gelling, and uh, they seem to have a lot of momentum. And uh, I'm just gonna ride that. I'm going to go with you. I'm going with the Cobras because I think now that they've got their team clicking along, uh, it's going to make it tough on the rest of the district. I think they, you know, they took their lumps the first couple of weeks and I think they're ready to dish it out. Uh, Pleasantville, I don't have a lot of faith in them being a big player in this district right now. Um, and I could be wrong. We'll find out a lot Friday night, but I'm going to go with the Cobras based on what I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, I think that that they'd be that'd get them to two and two on the season and one and zero oh in the conference because those are all three non-conference games they played. So, so get yeah. them, get a, get a, uh, if they win this game, they're right in position to go to the playoffs. I'm sure of that. It starts now, and this would be a big springboard towards that playoff berth. Okay. 
Next up, this one's huge. Two and one Iowa City Regina, who we know all about, travels to undefeated three and zero Minneapolis Bulldogs. Ooh, huge game! Wow, tough one to pick. <laughs> Not for me. I'm going with Meepo. I'm going Meepo, baby. I think this is their year. I think I had them picked third in this district, and I think I'm going to be wrong. And I think this is uh, a game they're going to get. But uh, Regina's tough. They beat Mid uh, Mid Prairie, and Mid Prairie is really good too. But uh, it's at Meepo, and I, I here's what I think: uh, Meepo has those intangibles. You know, they got this Miller kid. You know, and I think that kid's foot will somewhere along the line be the difference in the game. What do you think? If it's going to happen, this could be one of uh, one of a couple of games this year where they may have to lean on that foot and leg of uh, Drew Miller. Uh, we'll see. Regina's uh, really stacked when it comes to skill players. I'm sure they've got decent lines and, and everything else in support as well. They usually do. And I know they were dinged up early in the season as well. I don't think that would have changed things against uh, Williamsburg. But uh, I just think Minneapolis is a deeper team. I think they they can match the skill. And I think they've got they've got a little bit more horses, and so I'm going to go with them at home. Yeah, they're at home, and I think that's the them and the, that and the kicking game and the special teams. I think probably be, help them win this game. I agree. I'm going Bulldogs. Uh, I think they keep it rolling. I hope they uh, I hope they do because I got another one with West Branch coming up in the district later this season. That's going to be probably a classic. Next up, another round guy game of the week. It's one you picked. It's a little out of our area, but it's got huge intrigue. Durant travels to Wilton to face the Beavers. Both teams undefeated. Huge game. Who do you got? Well, isn't this the the game of the class of uh, I mean, uh, the, is it what do they play? One A. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think this is the one A game of the week. I mean, for the all of one A. You know, it but, is. I, I saw it on varsity bound, even bound picked it. Uh, uh, <laughs> before I pick against Durant, I'm going to have to think DeLong and DeHart about it. Uh, yeah, yes. Can, can uh, they can, can Wilton stop this kid, this DeLong kid? Nobody can. I don't, I don't think that's going to be part of your game plan. I think you want to keep him out of the end zone as much as you can and just be good with him getting his yards. Um, God, I thought didn't last week he have like 400 total yards or something like that. Or? It's something crazy. It's it's a weekly thing for this kid. I mean, he's uh, got over so 5,000. He's one of 35 Iowans to ever rush for 5,000. Look, I love the Wilton kids. I love their coach. Uh, yep. They're they're generous. They come on the program. I hope you guys win. Then I'm going to pick Durant because of this DeLong kid. All right. I, it's hard to argue that pick because uh, they're another one of those teams. They had a lot going for them last year. Didn't quite get over the hump. They did get into the playoffs, but they didn't win a lot of games. And and, and like Williamsburg, though, they are, they've turned it around in that non-district, gone undefeated, heading into district. Oh, man, Wilton's really good. I think both teams are um, – Wilton may not have the star like a DeLong on their team, but I think they're solid all the way across the board. They are at home. Yeah, that's going to help them. And they're, they're very young, but uh, their yeah. young players are very talented. You know what I mean? It's not like a, you know, it's not like a team that's got a young, you know, like a maybe a Burlington Notre Dame, you know, that's short on numbers and, and everybody's got to play, you know. So 
some of the freshmen and sophomores that maybe aren't quite ready are thrown into action. That's not what's happening at Wilton. They've got some of the most talented young players in all of football that are on that team. And uh, I think uh, I think they're going to give Wilton all, all they can handle. I don't, I don't look for this to be a blowout or anything. I think this is going to be a late-breaking game. I don't. And because I think I agree that it's, it's going to be kind of a push, you know, a, a very difficult one to predict. I think it's even matched. I, I know Durant has that uh, X factor player, but it is at home. I call that an X factor for Wilton. I'm going to go with the Beavers. I'm going to go against you on this. Well, one. that's I'm okay. With... I'm glad that you're going with them. Uh, their coach is, uh, comes on the show and he's really nice and uh, he really believes in his team and uh, it's hard to pick against them. Yeah, it's hard to pick against either one. In fact, I, I did my picks last night. I let this one sit till just now. I did not circle a team until I just mentioned it to you. I know, I'm going to go with the Beavers. Well, I'm just glad that you did hard. all the work to, to pick out the teams, but uh, uh, I kind of enjoy listening to what you say first instead of having to make the pick first. But, uh, well, here, here's a here's a tough one, and I don't know – too much about either one of these teams. Well, we got two and one Davis County traveling to two and one Centerville, who was, you know, state ranked a week ago until they lost to Sigourney Kyoto. Yeah, that's a Centerville team. That's a head scratcher. I mean, they didn't give up any points at all until they played Sigourney. Who, who's the home team? Centerville's the home team. Centerville's my pick. All right. I'm going Davis County. I, I just think Centerville took one on the chops last week, and uh, Davis County's going to kind of uh, use the Sigourney Kyoto blueprint. Well, but, Davis uh, County's got a great defense, and uh, uh, they haven't lost, I don't think. And they've, uh, you know, they're, they kind of remind me of the Fort Madison team. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they put up enough points to win, but it's not a lot. And, uh, the, their defense is pretty stymied, and you, you, you probably made a good pick there, but uh, we got to separate a little bit once in a while. So, well, that brings me to what I'm going to call Scotty's Brickhouse Barbell Game of the Week. Speaking oh. um, of Fort Madison, the Bloodhounds at three and zero, doing it the, the hard way. Uh, they travel to Washington to face the two and one team. Oh Demons boy, howdy! Big boy, howdy! And I'll throw Washington discount tires in there as a. And Elsie's uh, Kitchen, which is in Coppic, which that's pretty close to Washington. Well, uh, um, man, Washington. Dave's got Washington. Um, and I can see that happening. Uh, I feel this game is evenly matched. Um, here's what I saw, though. Uh, Washington faced a team that kind of pushed them around last week. And that's something Fort Madison likes to do to teams. So I'm going to go with the Bloodhounds on the road. I think their physicality is going to get them another squeaker. Well, it's a coin. It's a coin toss. Uh, Washington's sure looked really good, and again, they're at home. You know, and when yep. I have a when I have a what I call a coin toss game, I, I try to go with the home team. Yeah, you know that's that's a uh, like I said, that's kind of an important X factor there. Uh, most of the time, it's just the, in this particular case, I think Washington showed they can get bullied a bit, and that's something Fort Madison likes to do. I don't know if they'll be able to do it. Washington might uh, be able to match their physicality. So it'll this, be interesting. This is another fantastic game. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the stands will be full there. Uh, I, I notice yeah. you're, you're, you're being disagreeable with me. On a couple. Um, <laughs> that makes it interesting. <laughs> All right. What else we got? 
So here's one we may disagree on again, and it, it's almost a carbon copy of the one we just talked about. This is Burlington, the Greyhounds at two and one, going on the road to Ottumwa, who's two and one. Well, I don't, I don't have a team picked yet. <laughs> well, it, it, it's in Ottumwa, and Ottumwa's playing, playing very well. But they got this Nola Simpson guy, Nolan Simpson. Yes. Uh, do you think he's up to the challenge here? To this this vaunt uh, Ottumwa Bulldogs defense? I know that he is. Uh, I never doubt Nolan going into a game. I've seen him play um, in person, like I said, when he was a little bit younger. I've seen him on tape a lot. Um, you can depend on this kid, and he'll step into any role they need him in. Uh, so he's he's a no-brainer. Um, does Otomo have a guy like him? I don't know, but they've, they've done well so far and they've gutted out their, their two tough wins. And they apparently were a little overmatched last week on the road. Um, this one will be more of an even match, I think. And Otomo has got the home field advantage. That's where I, that's what I'm like kind of leaning on right now. What do you think? Well, Otomo don't have any real superstars, you know, uh, but they're just also sought, you know, if Atumba wins this, yeah. uh, uh, it's a huge win for them. They'll be three and one. They'll be off to a, a fantastic start. And the same's for for Burlington. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like Burlington in this matchup. Man, I I've been doing some disagreeing with you, but this one, uh, Nolan Simpson, kind of uh, personifies what Burlington does. They're they're pretty brutal physical team and I think Otomo can match them to a degree and I know Otomo's got a game breaker and they're at home so that's what makes this one tough but I think Burlington is just a little bit more ready to win games so I'm going to go I'm going to go with the, the Greyhounds on the road Oh, uh, they got uh, uh, I'll tell you what Burlington I'll give you a little advice here uh, don't play a 59 minute game or whatever the <laughs> right. games are because that you got to watch a tumble in the last minute of the game because they will they will steal your victory from you in a heartbeat and uh, yeah, that's it, their put it out of reach yeah are you trying to pick the hardest games on earth i am but i've got an easier one here i think okay. uh, fairfield trojans one and two deceiving one and two travel to knoxville to play the zero and three panthers I think this is an easy win for Fairfield, so I'm just going to give you that pick right now. Trojans on the road. Fairfield rolls in this one. No question yes, about sir. it. Back to a tough one. Hey, the wait a second here, teams. Scott. Get, give me a timeout. All right, so here's another tough one. We're back to tough ones. I couldn't I couldn't uh, throw too many easy ones at us here. Keokuk Chiefs, one and two. They've played well. They're traveling to Oski to play the Indians, who are also one and two, and they've also played well. Uh, somebody's going to 500 here and somebody's sitting at one and three after this. Who do you got? That's a tough one, Scott. I know. This is like uh, maybe the toughest one of the bunch. They've all been head scratchers. Let me see here. Um, Keokuk. All right. Uh, I can't. I can't. Poke fun at you for that one, <laughs> but I'm going to go against you. I think with uh, Oski being at home, I'm giving this. This one's so tight. I'm giving it the home field advantage bump. So I'm going to go with the Indians at home. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. Uh, uh, the next, I think I, I'm glad that we we split that. You know, to be honest with you. Yeah, but um, I was just I was just thought that Keokuk really 
really played good last week. And uh, I, I think agree. they played good in every game they played, to be honest with you. I, I think uh, both teams have done a lot of things well. They've had their challenges, um, but they're both set up to win some games this year. I think Oski's going to do better than I thought in their district. Uh, but we'll see. Um, this one's a tough one. But both teams deserve a vote, so we gave it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is the one we kind of have in the air. Is it happening? Is it not? Uh, West Burlington, Notre Dame scheduled uh, to go to Mount Pleasant, play the Panthers, both teams 0-3 and looking for their first win. West Burlington? Oh, at, yeah, though, if this game plays, uh, it, it's at Mount Pleasant? Yeah. And, uh, gosh, I'll tell you what, this Burlington Notre Team is loaded with talent. They're just thin on numbers. Yes. Um, they certainly have the talent to win this game. And, uh, you know, if you just gave them another 10 just average players, you know, they, they probably could go into the playoffs. But Mount Pleasant's yeah. at home. They throw the ball so well. I'll, I'll go with Mount Pleasant this time. All right. Uh, they put up points, and I think they can score on pretty much any defense out there. Um, and they've been clicking on offense. Their defense has just been, you know, it's struggled. Uh, West Burlington, Notre Dame probably struggled more on, on offense than they do on defense. They really they really bring it defensively. Um, they have that Hayden Vandenberg who, you know, again, talking about linebackers, that's my obsession right now. He's a great one. Uh, he presents some challenges for Mount Pleasant if he's in there. But I know he was in. He was on crutches at the end of the game the other night. I don't know if he's playing or not. Um, his, his availability swings my pick big time. Um, I'm going to assume if he's on crutches, he's probably not playing. So if they're able to field the team, you know, enough players to play, I'm probably going to switch my pick to Mount Pleasant as well. I hate to do it because I, I really want to see this Falcons team get get off the schneid here. But I want to see Mount Pleasant do it too. So, you I'll, know, both, I'll say both this. Teams... I, I, I think overall uh, through the year, um, Burlington Notre Dame has more talent. You know, I mean, they're, they're yeah. better. They're way better at defense, and uh, they have a lot of they have a lot of talented players, and they have a really smart quarterback. So, uh, yes, they do. They're they're they have they have an excellent chance to win this game if they play it. Uh, the only reason I'm picking Mount Pleasant is they're home, and they're at full strength. And uh, um, you know, I, I'm I'm afraid a lot of the Burlington Notre team, if they dismiss two or three of their best players out for injuries or something, it would make a difference. Yeah, it sure it sure does, and that's why I'm picking Mount Pleasant as well. I I had previously called it early in the week. I said West Burlington Notre Dame's going to get that first win because I think their offense can score points on Mount Pleasant. I think their defense at full strength could slow them down. But uh, given given their their struggles uh, with injuries right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Panthers tentatively. <laughs> but well, uh, we we're pulling for you, Falcons. Um, if if they play this game. One of these two teams is going to get a shot in the arm and, and a big boost for the season. Uh, sure. If no. they don't play the game, I don't think it's going to serve either team very well. No, it, it doesn't really. Um, it's it's really the worst thing that can happen to uh, high school football teams on both sides of it. Whether you're the team that's full strength and ready to go, or the one that's you know had your your injuries and, and number struggles, um, it just doesn't help anybody. Well, it sounds but, like to me uh, Burlington Notre Team has at least three players that are 
talented enough to play at some level in college, whether that's junior college or division one or whatever. They got three players that have the talent and the desire and the, the workmanship to get to play college football and yeah. uh, to have, have games that they can play and showcase their talents taken away from them is a tragedy. Yeah. Um, even one game. And, and let's hope if, if that does, if it does go that way this week, that they aren't able to play this week, or this is the only one. Um, that's what, that's my hopes. And hopefully they are able to play even if, well, if they don't play this, this week, they will heal up and they'll be in a lot better position next week. And if they do play this game, they they probably will take a few additional alleys along the way. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, but that's part of building a program and these kids will be able to look back on it when, when they're finished with their high school career and say, Hey, we left it better than we, than what it was when we arrived. And that's all you can do. Um, and that's a great thing. Move All on. right. You want to move on to the next one? We're kind of getting out of the area here, but these are some games worth mentioning. I had to put them on the list. No problem. This one, um, this is more of a, we're going to call it kind of an area game because thanks to our, our friend, Ryan Timmerman, I'm kind of all in on watching these Muscatine Muskies. Oh but, my God. So much good action going on around the Muscatine yeah. area. So the Muskies, the, they got this uh, Ty Kozar? Kozad. Kozad? Yes. He's a, he's a monster, isn't he? He is. He's uh he's right up there with Durant's uh, DeLong. <laughs> you know, I mean, a kid like him kind of gives you a chance to win games you shouldn't if they – are able to get loose and, and, and rip off a lot of yards and touchdowns. Well, who do they play? Well, they're going to need that because, you know, they're coming in at one and two, coming off that huge win over Bettendorf, but they're traveling to Pleasant Valley, highly state-ranked Spartans team who's sitting undefeated at 3-0. and Well, I'm going to go with the Muskies because that's where my oh. listeners are. I like it. I don't think it's impossible. I do think it's a tall order, and my smart money brain is going to make me pick Pleasant Valley. They're at home. They're state ranked. They're, uh, you know, highly thought of in the state. So it's hard for me to to pick against them, and that's where I'm at. But I am rooting for the Muskies. Well, it's it's a tall order, but hell, I can I I, I probably already missed about six of these. So well, it's happened before, man. <laughs> you know, you, you got to pick some upsets. So that brings me to the last two that I got on the list um, that I think are just, these are out of the area a bit, but uh, we've watched some, a couple of these teams, three of them. Iowa City High, two and one. They are back on track, but they've got a huge task. They travel to West Des Moines Dowling, who's highly state ranked and also two and one. Uh, last year, City High beat these guys at home on a Hail Mary to Ben Keeter. Um, I don't think it's going to be that easy this year. Uh, I picked Dowling to win this game. I'm hoping City High proves me wrong, though. I'll go with City High. All right. That's my son's school. I, I always want to see him do well. He doesn't play or anything, but uh, he's a little hawk, and so am I. <laughs> Last but not least, this one's huge. Iowa City Liberty, 2-1, and one, coming off a loss to West Dubuque. Um, they are traveling to a very short road trip to Clear Creek and Mana to take on the two and one Clippers who are Ooh, coming off man. beat down of the Washington Demons. They're they're really good. Yeah. West Brand or uh, West Liberty, they're the ones with that uh, great quarterback, right? Yeah, City uh, North Liberty, Iowa City Liberty, whatever you want to call them. That's uh, uh, Graham Beckman's team, and uh, they're loaded. Well, even the game he lost, they lost. 
at the last second, you know. So he had his team in position to win that game. I, I'm going with him. I am too. Uh, Clear Creek Amanda showed me on on film what I was able to see against Washington that they are physical and talented, and they're going to have a great season. But Iowa City Liberty showed us up at Kinnick Stadium that they can beat anybody if they're on. And that loss last week to West Western Dubuque. That one doesn't uh, mean a ton to me because the Bobcats are coming on. They've got a lot of talent. They're going to beat some teams. They're going to do well this year. Um, they're they're on a huge upswing right now. Uh, they've been a state power in the recent history here. Liberty's also on the rise, and they might have needed that loss. Um, you know, they're flying high off those first two victories. They, they might have needed a reality check last week, and I think that's what they got. I think they'll get back on track, and I pick them in to beat the Clippers. Well, is that it? That's it. I've got a short list of some other, uh, some of our area teams, but I'll tell you, these games don't look to me like they're going to be. Uh, well, why don't you just read them all? Good. Well, I got uh, English Valleys going to New London. Should be no problem for the Tigers. Got Moravia uh, traveling to Twin Cedars, and that should be no yeah, problem. Be no problem for the uh, Southeast Warren's going to Seymour. I think uh, Southeast Warren's going to light those guys up. Lone Tree, um, I believe they traveled to Tri-County. I think that's an away game for Lone Tree. But I, and I, Lone Tree's so good this year. Yeah, I think Lone Tree's got that one in the bag. Mid-Prairie at Eddyville, Blakesburg, Fremont, who's 0-3. Yeah, so they're I got struggling this year. Yeah, I think, I think Golden Hawks are going to get back uh, on track in a big way. And then uh, Central Lee's hosting Williamsburg. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that's uh, whew. just just get out of that one healthy. Don't get anybody hurt. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, uh, that Williamsburg team—they might be state champs. I'm thinking they've got as good a shot as anybody in any class. If you ask me, from what I'm seeing so far this year, based off last year, you know, Central Lee—if they can make a good showing, if they could score a touchdown, or I don't know, just do something they didn't people think they can't do against this Williamsburg team—I think that's a huge boost. And I'm not a guy who's big on. Uh, moral victories but you know well centrally you know had their coach on they got their first win in three years they're 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 really playing the best ball that they played in years but uh i, I mean i don't know what team i would say that was playing williamsburg that was going to beat them i don't uh, until we get way into the playoffs you won't hear me pick against williamsburg um <laughs> you know central lee's got more winnable games on the schedule this just isn't one of them yeah. Well, is that pretty much the action, or that's a wrap on week four? Beat the round guy. Beat the round guy. Um, uh, America's favorite show. Well, at least uh, this this was the show that built the uh, that built the uh, that built the network. You know, this was the one show that was the first show that ever had an audience. You know, I mean, we yep. get get a few people here and there, but uh, for this show here, this is a uh, this is the one. This is the the one everybody likes. This is the one that gets such good ratings, uh, and uh, I like putting it out on Wednesday morning so that uh, that way you got Wednesday and Thursday to to kind of uh, get focused on the week's football. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read the uh, uh, sponsors again. Uh, Telma Ford of Sigourney, Iowa. Uh, they really helped us. Washington Discount Tires, Beyond Beautiful Benches of Richland, Iowa. Smithburg Auto Sales of Fairfield, Iowa, Elsie's Kitchen.net, Copic, Iowa, uh, Christie's Journey, the, the book written by uh, 
author John Bain of Wayland, Iowa. You can get that book at, uh, at the Village Bookstore on the Square in Washington or anywhere books are sold or their Facebook page. You can message John and get an autographed copy of the book. And uh, Jefferson County Real Estate, uh, Jefferson County Real Estate's uh, uh, Jeff Alexander over there. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Scott, you got anything else? Just a reminder that, you know, Dave and I don't know what the heck we're talking about with these picks. And uh, if we picked against you, you know, use it for bulletin board material. Get on Twitter and give us a bunch of crap if we're wrong, because we love that. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Barbell, uh, Jim, give, give them a plug and, and uh, tell them that they got the, the round guy game of the week. Yep. Uh, I put them in the Washington game because that's a big one against Fort Maddie and Brickhouse Barbell is in Washington, uh, just across and a little down the street from Fairway Grocery Store. Uh, best equipment in uh, southeast Iowa, maybe in the state, crammed into a small space. But it, it doesn't matter what your plan is for the day when you're training. They've got enough equipment to get us all in there and, and get us through our, our sessions. So get in there. It's a great family um, of, of people beginners all ages uh everybody's there that's interested in getting in better shape and uh and uh, they'd love to see you and if you're an athlete and you want to get into into shape for the game this is a great place to do it isn't it and there's a ton of them that come in for that yeah. um and, and good for them because uh doing especially during the season seeing some of the kids working out on their own those kids are driven and uh i hope big things are in store for them all right guys it's Wednesday morning. Uh, get your coffee in and uh, get your headphones on and uh, listen to Scotty outpick me left and right this week. I think you got me again this week, Dave, really. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. This is Round Guy Radio with the best uh, high school coverage sports, I think, in America. And, uh, and it's only because Southeast Iowa deserves it. <laughs>